Hi there, welcome back to my worst audition ever. I'm Jenny Vitorino, and today I'm going to be sitting down with Lexi Marceron. Hi, Lexi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So tell me, Lexi, what do you do? I am an actress. Mm -hmm. I do musical theater primarily, but also film and TV and commercial work, commercial oh. print, and arts education. Um, I own a children's theater in Maine. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And I kind of manage it from afar. I live in New York City, so. Yes, businesswoman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so are you from Maine? I'm from Maine originally, yes. Nice. Yeah. What made you move to the city? Theater. Theater. The theater bug bitcha. <laughs> yes. I moved here when I was 17 for theater school. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I've been here 10 years. Oh, my God. Congratulations, <laughs> 10. Thank you. You know, they say that you're not a true New Yorker. Unless you've lived in New York for 10 years. Yeah, I'm definitely so you're a New, New Yorker. Are you going to yes. get that card? Are you going to go pick that up at the DMV or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how can listeners find you? Um, I have a website. My website is LexiMarceron.com. Okay. It's my first and last name, so Lexi, and then Marceron. That's kind of a tricky one. It's M-A-R-C-E-R-O-N.com. Yes. And I have Instagram. It's Little Lexibug. Um, but mm -hmm. it is mostly just pictures of my dog and my boyfriend. So that's still <laughs> fun. Yes. Check that out, guys. She has such a cute dog. <laughs> okay, Lexi, now tell me. Yeah. What is your worst audition ever? Honestly, every audition is my worst audition ever. <laughs> I'm the worst auditioner. I love auditioning, but yikes, like I kind of suck at it. I'm really super lucky when I do book a project because... I don't know how that even happens. But luckily, I book more than I don't. So that's good. Um, I have three. Three that really, like, pop out in my mind. Right. Um, two of which were dance calls. I kind of, I have a feeling that, like, anytime I get past, like, the initial audition and I'm, like, in callbacks for something, it's, like, the callback curse. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> the uh, callback curse. <laughs> it, it's literally the callback <laughs> curse. Because um, it seems like it's always after I made it through the first or second or third round of callbacks and then I'm in the final callbacks I'm like yes I'm gonna get this oh my gosh I'm like already writing my bio for the playbill and like yes. planning you know planning my I don't know breakout debut role whatever how are you gonna exit the stage door exactly like, oh, hello yeah I already have my shot like my sharpie ready to go but <laughs> um yeah never happens that way so last summer I was in final callbacks for a Broadway national tour which I've actually been in final callbacks for seven times oh and wow yet to book i don't know why they keep stringing me along but love it um didn't book it so uh the character that i went in for is actually an eight-year-old um mm -hmm. I'm, I'm quite small i'm five She's feet petite. yes petite. yes <laughs> um but i definitely have a uh a, a female a women's figure yes. so um when i go in for auditions like that I, I tend to bind myself with an ace bandage you know I've heard people do that yeah it definitely helps me look a little bit younger than I actually yeah. am and like, I don't wear makeup and I wear pigtails and it's... you're like hey guys I'm only 12 yeah they're like, well you're supposed to be eight <laughs> right exactly but I'm actually 28 but yeah. whatever <laughs> awkward so I went in for this dance call it was the final callback mm -hmm. I'm like this is gonna be the year I book it I know it I'm gonna get it this time yes. and so I'm in the middle of like this it's very like acrobatic kind of choreography mm -hmm. and <laughs> I see the casting director like looking at me. I've got this big smile plastered on my face. And then all of a sudden the ace bandage just like pops <gasps> off. <laughs> oh my God. 
I'm just like, uh, so like, while awkward. While you're making eyes with him yeah. or her. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. And it was so awkward because I'm like, well, what do I do? Like, I can't adjust myself. And then it's just like this weird, like, kind of like flapping, I don't know. <laughs> Energy. Yeah. Wow. She was just flapping in the wind. Yes. It was so bad. It was oh. so awkward. I got cut. I like that was it. You're like, stop the music, <laughs> Miss. You need to leave. <laughs> yeah, um, indecent exposure. So anyway, oh didn't God. book that one. Um, another time, I was actually in for the same casting director. This casting director kind of loves me and calls me in for a lot of things, but um, yeah, never book with them. Don't know what's up with that, but <laughs> I don't understand that. I mean, I actually do. You watch um, Glow on Netflix? No, I haven't seen it. It's so good. Check Wait, it out. Isn't that the show about like the female wrestlers? The female wrestlers. Okay. Yes. It's but the main girl, um, I think her name is Allison Bree. Yeah. She goes up for these roles all the time with the same casting director. And then yeah. finally she like breaks and she like asks asks this casting director, she's like, Why do you keep calling me in if you're not gonna actually like use me? Yeah. And the casting director was like, you know, um, there's a lot of people who the directors specifically want to see to like try to change their minds but Mm -hmm. then they end up just casting the same people in their head because it's like that's just their jive yeah like i don't know tim burton like he's always going to cast those type of people exactly yeah yeah but he always uses like the same three to try to yeah to try to sway them Mm -hmm. to just make him realize that he's just going to cast you know what i'm saying it's a psychological thing Mm -hmm. and i was like holy shit that's so true like i don't know if that's your situation i hope Actually, I have spoken to the casting director and asked why, what's, what's up with this? Did they they give you like a direct answer? Yeah. They were like, I'm team Lexi. Just so you know, I've always been team Lexi. I just need to get the creative team on board with me. At the end of the day, it's not always about the casting director's vision or decision. It's the director. Exactly. Or the the producers sometimes. Yeah. You know, because they have so much pull. Um, and at first that was kind of something that was difficult to swallow because I'm like, well, you like me. Isn't that enough? Like, yeah, well, but, but it's not. No. no. But you know, it's good that they like you because you're going to keep going in for things. And mm-hmm. well, you know, what? at least you have that. And it's not something that's like, you know, you're always constantly looking and searching for auditions or just to be seen. Like at right. least you have someone who's like, see her. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. All right, so what's the second audition? <laughs> the second audition was for the same casting director. Okay. And um, it was another Broadway national tour. And um, I I grew up as a dancer. I danced for 14 years at my studio. Mm-hmm. Um, ballet and tap and jazz and contemporary musical theater, whatever, everything. Are you a dancer um, first? No, definitely not. <laughs> what's your three? I think I'm singer, actor, dancer. Um, but like not even dancer anymore. Like I haven't taken dance. The last time I took a dance class was when I was in college. So like seven years ago. But you should just, I, you know, I spoke to someone about this recently. I think it was Ben's episode. I talked to Ben and I was asking him about intermediate dancing and how people, whenever I say like, let's go to a dance class. And they're like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, yeah. So it's like an intermediate, like jazz. And they're like bug eyed, like (laughs) sweating. And I'm like, what are you, what's going on? It's that whole like fear of like the intermediate phase. Yeah. But they want to do like beginners to see where like they stand. Intermediate in New York is advanced everywhere else. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So maybe you should just jump into like a beginners or something. Maybe refresh. Yeah, I feel like like, I definitely need to. But 
this this one specific audition definitely gave me like PTSD about my dance abilities because <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. So it was it is a tap show. I'm just gonna okay. come out and say it was 42nd Street. Oh my god. Right. And um I don't know that that's really the show for me to begin with. Like I said, I'm five feet and yeah. that's definitely a chorus leggy kind of, you know, show. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not I'm not that kind of Girl. You know, I'm not that girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so I got called in for that. I went into the singer call and got a call back. And of then course. the callback curse struck me again. Dancers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they were like, come back for the dance call tomorrow. I'm like, okay, great. I go in. <clears throat> Everyone's like five, ten and taller. <laughs> Models. Exactly. And you're just looking around. And then I come in and I'm just like, oh my gosh, here we go. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I'd say there are probably like 30 or 40 people, Mm -hmm. women lined up in a row. And I was at the very end. I was at the very end. And it's just like tall, 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 short. (laughs) (laughs) So awkward. It just, the whole thing was awkward. And so then they're like, okay, ready, everyone? Five, six, seven, eight. You're going to do the first 32 counts of the opening number oh and like i don't know if you know the opening choreo for 42nd street it's hella crazy oh yes mm-hmm. yes it's all those time steps but like in like weird kind of i don't know whatever Intricate it was ways. yeah so like first we did it as a group mm-hmm. and then each person did it individually and like then i realized like i'm not a tapper not anymore not ever again you can't so be. i excused myself Mm-hmm. and did not come back. <laughs> oh so you cut yourself, basically. I cut myself because I was mortified. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, so, I yeah. – this is this is humiliating. So in your I head, can't. you're like, you know what? It's better to, like, cut myself and not be seen rather than be seen and maybe possibly – Oh, I was myself. seen. I was seen. The creative team behind the table, at, they saw me. and looking through the trees. The thing is, is, like, on my resume, it says that, like, I have, you know – years of dance experience but then they were probably just like um she's a liar and so that was a nightmare yeah um yeah so that's that's number two of the callback curse oh my god same casting director yeah love the third one (laughs) love it um the third one was another final callback first show that i had been in for previously Mm. um i think i had been in final callbacks for this one two or three times times. yeah (laughs) they just love to string me along but um so I went in for this one and actually it was like day one of um auditions for everybody else but because I had been in final callbacks for it before they kind of like expedited me to like okay you're in final callbacks I'm like okay great yeah so yeah finally yeah right (laughs) so they gave me the music and it was a song that I had already done for the first you like the other two previous callbacks that Mm. I had been in for um and I have to be honest, like I am, I'm the biggest procrastinator and I, (laughs) until I'm like in the room, I don't look at sides. I don't look at music. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to nail this. Like, this is my time to book this. Like, I know I'm going to get it this time. (laughs) And I didn't, but, um, yeah. So I went in (laughs) feeling super confident. And as soon as I opened my mouth to sing, I do not know what came out of my mouth it was like Fergie national anthem oh it was worse than that it was so bad it was so bad the pianist actually stopped playing and was just like (laughs) just looking at you like hello I was (laughs) sir (laughs) 
I was so embarrassed. (laughs) And that was another one of those situations where I was just like, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's (laughs) just like. This is it. This is what you're getting. This is it for today. Yeah. So I kind of like just (laughs) bowed my head and walked (laughs) walked away. And I knew. Picked up your audition book. Thank you for your time. Yes. Yeah. 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 But those are the three that like really stick out in my mind as just being. Ooh, hot mess express. So bad. So bad. But I think that's happened to everybody, though. I think, you know, you get in your head and you're like, oh, I've got this. I'm going to book it. And yeah. you like, don't look it over. And you're like, oh, shit, there's like a really high note. Or like, there's like a few different words here that I don't understand. Or, you know, because <laughs> they want you to go in. They want you to be like the best like performance. You know what I mean? Wise yeah. for yourself that you can bring because they mm-hmm. want to see you perform. They want to know what they're going to book. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a job. But I don't know sometimes we just get the best of ourselves and we're like i got it i don't even do shit like I'm right <laughs> but i'm lexi like who do you think what and then you go up there and you just don't know yeah sound like a it's like a mating call or something so bad like, so Ooh. bad Oof. Yep. i don't know how those rank in terms of like what was the absolute worst but they all of them were just so I think they together. traumatic yeah, I think yeah. It chunks together for you <laughs> that was a difficult season of life for me <laughs> <laughs> i've gotten a little bit better at auditioning since then but i don't yeah. know i don't know that i'll ever be i don't i don't know that's something that you can perfect or like master being strung along Right. Well, that too. Yes. That's a good um, Bermuda Triangle question that no one can really figure out. Yeah. You know, unless you had like a truth serum and you could (laughs) just like give it to people and be like, why didn't you hire me? (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, I think the rejection like it's it's obviously something that as actors we have to deal with daily. And yes. Um, it's something now that I've kind of learned to embrace. Like yeah. I, I know that it's going to be more no's than yeses. I, I, I realize that, mm-hmm. but I don't think that there's any shame in that. We are in the most difficult industry yeah. in the world. Honestly, like, um, when I teach master classes sometimes and I, um, and I talk to younger students who are trying to pursue this career, Yeah. I have to be honest with them and tell them like, this is, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. It's a lot of heartache. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of rejection. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be doing anything else. Like this is my passion. This is what I love. Um, But it's hard. It's super, super hard. It's a constant hustle. It fucks with you. It does. Yeah. Physically, mentally, psychologically. (laughs) But like you said, you know, at the end of the day, if you just take a deep breath and you go, but through it all, would I do something else? And the answer is no. Mm -hmm. And there you go. Yeah. Do you think that it's more tricky Because I know, like, I don't know, let's say in the 80s, in the 90s, when, like, technology wasn't at its finest as it is now, you know, like, Mm Backstage.com or, like, Playbill.com or all these websites that we have. Because we can literally, we literally are rejected every day. If you are auditioning through the web Mm -hmm. every day, like, sending out for things Mm -hmm. and not hearing back or, like, not getting an audition, you're getting rejected. Yeah. So it's even worse, do you think, now than it than it was back then like because you know i don't know i feel like in the 90s you'd wake up and you'd be like i don't have a <laughs> cell phone i don't have technology i can go out there and like show the world and so like maybe they get that extra like centerism of themselves yeah where, like they can figure it out and like get out there whereas today it's like you know the phone is constantly in your face you're yeah. constantly getting that you know black mirror reflection right of, no or like you're this you're that Mm -hmm. so like what are your thoughts on that I know it's like a general swirl but like well I think it's I think it's difficult no matter what but I think 
having been in the city now for 10 years and working in this industry for 10 years Mm -hmm. as a professional actor, I think it is more difficult now than when I came to the city. I don't know if that has to do with type or age. I've, over the years, um, tried to kind of reinvent my image to try to fit what other people see me as or how I... or something. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I've had super long hair, super short hair, like blonde hair, dark brown hair. Um, You know, you gain 10 pounds, you lose 10 pounds, whatever. You wear five inch heels to whatever, you know. So I think I think it is it's difficult because constantly it's a profession where you're pleasing people. And I'm definitely a type A kind of people pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think it's difficult, too, just because of the accessibility of the Internet now and YouTube and Instagram and followers. I haven't been considered for some projects because of the amount of followers that I have on Instagram, um, which is kind of silly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I heard that, but I didn't think it was serious. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, They're they're looking for influencer types. And like, you know, I have nearly a thousand followers on on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They're looking for people with like 35,000 plus followers. So it's just kind of like... But those aren't actors. And those what does aren't that have to do with their talent. Exactly. And it's their all work about ethic. right, 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 right. But it's kind of a popularity contest. Exactly. Um, with all these celebrities coming in to like Broadway shows to mm-hmm. bring in more ticket sales. You right. Know? It's about the business. I mean, because you know, it, that's the thing though with this business. It's so tricky because it is a business, mm-hmm. but it's also an artistic uh, outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, for actors, dancers, singers. Uh, performers uh, artists you know do the back design the stages mm-hmm. and all these things directors who want to like you know help direct you know the path of a certain story you mm-hmm. know but it is the business at the right. end of the day you it's know, about money it, yeah. <laughs> it really yeah the venue the money the something you know but you have to kind of balance that out and just you know find the like yeah there's success in there but is there success like did i touch someone today mm-hmm. like you know did i make them think mm-hmm. did i have them leave this production asking a question the inside tricky like once you're in the game like I feel like that's the really tricky spot Mm -hmm. but like because for me like I don't even feel like I'm in the game I feel like I'm still like that checker piece like on the side that someone's waiting to use (laughs) yeah I don't know about you but that's how I feel Mm -hmm. so I'm like still observing the game which is good because I like to observe things before Mm -hmm. I like you know take action yeah but it still sucks because it's like I still feel like like you said, you know, you, you're getting uh, pushed back because of Instagram followers. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy um, to think that it's a popularity contest as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to, on top of being your best and being your this and your that and, you know, uh, work ethic on, on everything, you know, and you have to also, like, please a vast amount of people right and I don't know that it would have been like that in the 80s and 90s as you had asked I I I mean that's a bit before our time (laughs) I know Um, I'm just saying so that's a world that we will have never known but in this digital age I find it to be very frustrating when I go on to Playbill for example and um, you know you can sign up for a specific audition time and you can't because somebody is yeah Somebody is already there, signed up for it, and then the list is full, and then you can't be seen for something that you know you'd be perfect for. Yep. That's frustrating. Yep. Um, and but that's just kind it, of, that's where we're moving as yeah. an industry, and it's not going to get easier. No, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Like, more tough. Yeah. You know, and that's a lot of things that we should be teaching 
younger people as well going into Mm -hmm. this business it's like you know learn from above you but also look around you because Mm -hmm. your generation is your competition kind of Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like if someone next to you is more savvy with social media you know try to pick up on that Mm -hmm. you know you have to be like a jack of all trades like Mm -hmm. you know I feel like for me having a day job to like pay the bills and then also like chasing after this artistic dream it's almost like juggling you know like you're Mm -hmm. juggling a lot of different things and like the business just keeps adding in these other you know things to to juggle yes exactly these hoops that you have have to jump through yes you just have to kind of acknowledge that it's there you know yeah it sucks but like you know figure it out Mm -hmm. you know if it's like you need to like position your arms a certain way to hold everything you know just get through it the best way that you can Mm -hmm. because that's what they want to see you know what I mean if you can have I don't know your Instagram for example like we were saying if your Instagram is the best outlet for yourself you know what I mean? Like yours is like you and you like your puppy and mm-hmm. like, you know, your boyfriend and mm-hmm. all these like cute things. Like that's cute. Like people want to see that, mm-hmm. you know, because they know like, okay, she's an actress. She's a singer. She's a dancer. But like, who is she? Like, what's she doing? Like right. people want to know that these yeah, days, yeah. like reality TV, all these <laughs> things, right? Yeah. I feel like that is an outlet to show yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like now, especially more than ever, it's all about kind of self-promotion. Yes. Um, people love to broadcast where they are and what they're doing. And mm-hmm. um, there's that kind of FOMO. Yeah. I don't know if you know about FOMO, fear of missing out. I know. I've known about FOMO. Yeah. For quite some time. That's so funny because I literally <laughs> just learned about it a couple weeks ago my boyfriend yeah my boyfriend said something like I have FOMO and I was like what is that (laughs) I've had FOMO my whole life oh boo no (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny he's a little bit older than me so I was just like FOMO I feel like that's such a millennial term um but sound like a disease too right hold on exactly FOMO FOMO. (laughs) is that new yeah um but yeah there's that whole you know constantly trying to um impress and show and and make everyone else feel like they're not doing enough. Yes. And I find that to be frustrating, though. I yeah. mean, this is this is the era that we live in, and I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, I love to post pictures when I'm on vacation or, but that's, that's you know. Authentic. I'm not like a food Instagrammer, but like if there's a beautiful plating of yeah, <laughs> a meal that I'm getting in a restaurant. If you just something and there's a story, yeah. you could share that. Right. The thing I don't like is when you know it's like fake as hell. You right, I mean? exactly. It's, it's like, like staged. Yeah, yeah, I just got out of the shower and like, no. <laughs> Woke up like this. Yeah, yeah, it's like great for you, <laughs> No girl, makeup, no filter. Like, that's something else. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's so extra. <laughs> maybe it's just me. But yeah, I no, know. I totally agree with you on that. Unless but maybe that's also, I feel like we're a little bit, I, I don't know. I feel like we're a little bit older than this kind of mm-hmm. uh, younger demographic of millennials. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we fall into that millenni- millennial category. We However, do. we're like the older end of the spectrum if that makes sense so now there's this um i don't know i don't know i feel this generation that like grew up with technology exactly kind of their third arm right right yeah and for us like aol had dial up until i was 11 you know yeah (laughs) that was terrifying yeah yeah (laughs) and i was talking to one of my um so when I teach master classes, some of my kids uh, range from like ages, 
you know, well, the youngest is probably seven, seven to like 18. Mm-hmm. I was talking to one of the older ones, an 18 year old. And I was just like, do you remember AOL Instant Messenger, like AIM? And they're like, what is that? No. I'm like, really? Girl, we had that for like three years. I know. And then it was gone. And, and then, then it's gone. And that was something else. And it was just like, like all the good things in Facebook life. Message. Like Dunkaroos. Yeah. Do you remember Dunkaroos? Uh, yes. Oh my Are gosh. So me? good. <laughs> I remember when Facebook first came out. That sounds like I'm an old man. No. Um, how old would you have been? I think it, it came like out my school. sophomore year. Yeah. 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 It was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But my niece, who's a nine year old, has an Instagram. Oh, actually, she just turned 10. Sorry. So she's 10 and she has Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. See, no, I don't. I just feel like that's like overstimulation for these young developing but minds. But that's for the parent. Right. To, or, the, or the guardian. Yeah. To, you know, sit down with them and have. I think that we need to have like a broader. Sex, sexual educational conversation with these <laughs> generational kids and then also another co- conversation about technology and right. like how you don't need it it is um you know it's a tool yes it's a tool for yes. you so use it as a tool and not as like a third arm did you know that they're right? teaching coding in schools now that's yes. crazy i mean coding is actually really interesting yeah they I should know that. it they should it's like math but they started teaching it in second grade to my niece like oh, that shit. yeah like well, it's it's a second language she's good i mean she's good then yeah she's, <laughs> she's a badass her. but she's yeah like that's like one of those shit. things where i'm just kind of <laughs> like um yeah feeling really old right now but it's cool <laughs> it's all good whatever okay so each week i have a word of the week okay and then i'm going to Share it with you. Okay. It's a random word that just, I have this little thing. Okay. Up. And then I'm just going to get your thoughts on it. Okay? okay. So the word of the week is thrive. Mm. What does that mean to you? It means to overcome obstacles and to be, to be happy with, with oneself, I guess, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, I kind of associate it with success and I think success is whatever you want it to be. That's You're- funny because, um, <laughs> last episode, the word was succeed. Really? Yes. Love that. Okay. I'm so sorry. I didn't, coincides. I didn't listen to no, the last week's episode. Like the, past, the past like few episodes, they've been like one was like breathe. The next one was like s- reflect. And I think that they like, the person who did reflect was like, yeah, you just need to like breathe. breathe. Yeah, of like, course. That's so weird. Cause yeah. last episode, yeah. But it is true. Like, when you thrive, you know, you have to... You found inner peace and success, I feel like. Yes. So... You're thriving. Um, exactly. It's like, you know, think of maybe, like, a seed planted in an a, a empty forest. And then, you know, it sprouts and it finds itself. And I it, love you know, that. That's so starts zen. To, <laughs> yeah. It starts to immerse the whole place. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's just a lush, green beauty pasture yeah, yes yeah that is just welcoming to others yeah right yeah i think that that is a really great explanation for thrive so what do you do post auditions bad audition good audition doesn't matter every audition cupcake <laughs> cupcake. cupcake directly <laughs> after the audition that is how i cope is there a certain place you go to um usually sprinkles okay on... sprinkles yeah shout out to sprinkles yes the sprinkles <laughs> by port authority or sorry um penn station oh really yes because that's typically that yeah. Well, yeah that's where that's where all the auditions is. are yeah, yeah exactly that's true. um sometimes magnolia 
when mm. crumbs was a thing. I used to go to crumbs. I love cupcakes. I will just eat them all. Yes, so, girl. Yes. What's your favorite type of cupcake? Oh my gosh, um, vanilla with chocolate buttercream from Magnolia. Oh my god, so good. So or good. hummingbird. Um, What's ooh. a hummingbird? Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So it's like cinnamon kind of batter with like walnuts and raisins. Oh and coconut and then it has like a buttercream frosting oh my gosh obsessed i want it right now i know so good described it It sounds so good Mm -hmm. holy shit yeah (laughs) well what do you do (laughs) pre-auditions cupcakes no i'm just kidding (laughs) you're like i order my cupcake after my audition (laughs) um Basically, I just kind of get into the zone. I drink mm-hmm. tea. I drink so much tea. What kind of tea do you drink? Green tea, black tea? I love English breakfast. That is okay. my favorite tea. Yeah. Um, but I'll drink all teas. Um, teas, and then I have this weird thing where I usually eat cantaloupe before an audition. I don't know oh. what's up with that. It's just like a superstitious thing because um, one time, I like the, my very first audition in the city out mm-hmm. of school, I I got a final callback for Um <laughs> Granted, it was the show that I've been in Final Callbacks for seven times, but whatever. So that's fine. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, cantaloupe. cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is the way to go. So I always go to Dwayne Reed first, the Dwayne Reed by 34th Street. Uh-huh. I get my cantaloupe. I have my tea. I settle into the audition room. Usually I do my makeup in the audition room, yeah. um, like in the holding uh, space. I, I don't like to, I don't know. I don't like to wake up too early. Yeah. I'll like wake up. yourself some rest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'll wake up as as close as I can to needing to be there in time to sign up and then I'll do my hair and do my makeup and just kind of look around the room and assess you know yeah who else is there and do you have headphones in when you're in the holding room no no? never you keep them off Mm -hmm. okay yeah I just want to be like open and available you know good (laughs) yeah all right so is there any social platforms that you want to share with the listeners for today yes my website Yes. Which is LexiMarsron.com. It's yes. my first and my last name. <laughs> <laughs> and my Instagram, um, yes. Little Lexi Bug. Little Lexi Bug. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I've had an amazing time sitting down with you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for sitting down with me. Thank you for sitting down with me. Of course. <laughs> Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>